0: number one real hit music station live 105.5 mobile radio more music less talk welcome to the
1: business of love on live 105.5 mobile radio you can also catch us on www.1055.mobi this is the talk show where truth has two sides isn't that the truth that's the truth and you know what today's topic omg is one that has been whoo fired up in the media me too
2: oh my gosh oh
1: my goodness this whole me too thing and now people are scared to even they say date
2: i would have to say that i am one of those individuals. Yeah, I mean, I'm hearing that people, even, I mean, young people, they're saying
1: that they're, you know, tired, confused, scared uh, about dating during this whole Me Too time. And that was something I was looking at, um, at the, with the Market Watch. It's on um, marketwatch.com. But, yeah, I was just like, what the heck? Even young people are concerned about
2: dating? The, is, it, is this that serious,
1: Dr. Seth Francois?
2: Why I think that that is very important. I think that, first of all, that we really have to understand, I think that uh, women in general should have the utmost respect by their counterparts. I think that we, we should really uh, take any type of accusation seriously. Mm. And I think that we need to move forward in revealing the truth. And sometimes, like you said, the truth has two sides. Uh, sometimes the truth may not lie with the accuser. That's so true. so I, I really think, but I, I think that we have to really take it seriously uh, because if there's someone that's out there uh, who is doing predatory type of things, they need to be stopped. Well, you know, uh,
1: this is a man's world even though it ain't nothing without a woman, (laughs) right? But truth is, men have run this country, you know, since its inception. Even the Constitution, here goes my history teacher knowledge, right, was really written in mind with, you know, wealthy, you know, landowners and, you know, men. You know, so it was not necessarily written with the women's rights in mind. But over the years, there's been, of course, progress, you know, um, with the whole women's suffrage movement, and things have changed. So, you know, you get here to 2018, you're not expecting for this whole Me Too movement to come down like this. You're thinking, yeah, we should be past some of this. Although those of us that, you know, work as women, we know that we're still dealing with sexism, but this is on a whole nother level. I mean, just every time I turn around, I'm hearing about somebody else who's dealing with allegations that are tied up in this whole Me Too movement.
2: I, You know, I, I, I got it. It's just... Uh, I, you know, I, I had a personal experience. I uh, was talking to a young lady on the phone was trying to get her to, uh, you know, trying to um you know find out more about her and she started talking to me in a in a uh, in a way that was provocative mm. and uh and unfortunately I responded in a provocative way
1: mm-hmm.
2: and uh she took a fast to it mm. so the, the the fact is is that you know i mean if you're in a field playing baseball you have to be willing to, to to play to play through the game right and not change the game to football in the middle of the process right. uh, i that one significant event has changed how do you date women now right how do you date them if you if you don't get Uh, To that point where you can feel comfortable that you can, you know, uh, uh, move uh, seduction into a way where traditional relationships are formed. Well, that's a
1: very good question. I mean, like you said, if you have one set of rules and then in the middle of the game, the set of rules are completely changed to where it's a different game. How can you read? the proper signs to know it's okay to say, um, something a little more risque, right. In a conversation, though, those are all really good questions. And, and, um, I'm reading in this article, right. And he says, and first of all, let's just kind of say the me too movement and what it is. It's a, a movement that has been meant to highlight, you know, women's challenges and experiences with sexual assault and any unwanted sexual advances. But it's saying that this whole movement has really put a damper on the dating experience. And this is one particular person who they have interviewed that's talking about how... And it happens to be a writer who's 27 years old. And he just said that from two years ago when he was dating to now, it's very different. And, um, and even to the point where he says that there's just weird apathy... On both sides, like I guess both sides are feeling weird about dating, uh, and I just found that that was really interesting. Like it basically, almost like it takes some of the pleasure of meeting someone and going out um, away, because people are they're feeling so weird about how to communicate. Almost like the rules have changed, and nobody's given anybody the notification as how to play
2: the game. Angela, I, I could not, not agree with you on this one. You know, the, the Me Too movement, uh, you remember actress uh, Asia Argento? Um, she was the leader of this move, Me Too movement. And uh, an underage guy said that she sexually harassed him. So okay. So, it's kind of like you know she started this Me Too movement. Now she's involved in a Me Too movement, and so allegation, a- allegation, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and well, all all of it is allegation until they go through the process mm-hmm. of court and all that. But you have to believe. I mean, so is it less likely? Or, or should we say, okay, well, if a guy claims that it's a Me Too thing, should we look at it lighter than a woman claiming that it's a Me Too uh, issue? Of course. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. You know, I'm not going to say that. Any violation, no, it doesn't matter whether it's male to female, uh, fee- female to male, male to male, you know, female to female, any type of violation. Um, Sexual assault is a sexual assault that needs to be looked into, so whatever the allegation and I'm sure it is being looked into,
2: you know um, well you know I, I think if, if someone come you know if I, if if I'm speaking to a young lady and I say something to her, that's not appropriate in her eyes. I really believe that uh, a woman should stop you in your tracks and say, I don't appreciate it. You know, this is inappropriate. You know, the your young lady had all the right to, to, uh, uh, to, to confront me and, and all that stuff. And, and it's, it's my responsibility to redirect it. Right. To redirect it and make a correction. Knowing that maybe this young lady is maybe a little bit sensitive or she can dish it out and can't take it or whatever the case may be. But one thing that that done to me is really saying, oh, my gosh, if a woman can switch off that quickly, it makes it a very challenging uh, thing to 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 move forward and, and, and try to date someone because right. you can always be in this me Too, uh situation all the time.
1: Yeah, and I out in this article was interesting. They were just saying even down to when you're meeting someone, you know, even giving them a hug, they're feeling uncomfortable about that. And even like should if you're sitting at a table and you want to reach across the table and grab a woman's hand, you know, should you do that? I mean, even like some very basic things, people are feeling uncomfortable. Like they just don't know if these things are okay anymore, you know, and it's really odd to me to hear stuff like that,
2: you know. Well, Angela, we're going to have to catch up uh, with this after the uh, after the commercial
0: break. This is DJ Breaking Records, and you're in the mix with L.A.'s number one internet radio station, Live 105.5 Mobile Radio, where we play stars and discover stars at www.1055.mobi.
1: Welcome back to the Business of Love on Live 105.5 mobile radio. And Dr. Seth Francois and I are
2: chopping it up about the Me Too movement. Well, I tell you, boy, Me Too is uh, it's a hot topic. It's a hot topic, and we we all need to really pay close attention to it, and we need to make sure that we are in line and not fall out the line. That's true. Uh, another good
1: point. Out, You can see I like this article, right? Because I really will quote articles when I like them a lot. Um, was made uh, in this article. It talks about a Yale University um, PhD student, uh, Mora Weigel, I guess. Weigel, W-E-I-G-E-L. And she is also the author of Labor of Love, The Invention of Dating. And she was talking about these signs that aren't really being read correctly, just to say there there'll be women that, and we're talking about these young women that will offer to pay um, in hopes, really, that the gentleman they're going out with won't make them pay, and then later being upset um, when they end up paying, like, he let me pay, you know, like that type
2: of thing, right? Stop playing games. You know, we, we've had a show... Uh, that 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 talked about what guys don't like, mm-hmm. and that was one of the things. Do not play games. Right. Say what you need to say, and be very clear about it, and you'll get a better response from, from
1: guys. Right, and to your point, exactly what it said here, and she says, don't make hollow offers. There's a lot more than that needs to be communicated in dating today. like just you know be honest. Don't make these hollow offers. I, exactly what you said is what she was saying. So, yeah, um, mm. dating, I don't really go down that road much anymore. I'm way too busy, <laughs> and I usually end up connecting with people, becoming friends, and then well, I know. going I, I, out. Yeah, I, so I, I get it. So I, I kind of think I avoid some of that, but I... Just think honesty and being straightforward and truthful is always best. And I think what's challenging is, is that as a woman now, I'm speaking, Dr. Seth Francois, from a woman's point, is there are times when you can be completely honest and what you're saying is not heard. And, Mm. of course, at that point, it's time to bow out and not deal with that person but sometimes you can be in a situation where it's too late. You know, I don't want to say I'm a me tooer, but I've definitely been in a situation where I was violated. You know, and I it has happened more than once. In my freshman year at UCLA, I was just studying with somebody and they decided that that wasn't a study time to study, that that was a time for them to try to take advantage of me. And I, thank God, didn't end up raped at that time, but I did end up in a situation where he literally, and I hate to say this, I don't know any way to say it any nicer, but it's kind of crude, but he just came on me. And it was so gross. I was so done. And this was like in my at the beginning of my freshman year. Wow. And came to find out later on that he was a sexual predator and he was older than most of the students there. He was an older student and he was taking advantage of females. He was very attractive, but he was taking advantage. And he, later he was, they did get rid of him. And this was, I think, the following year, of my um, sophomore
2: year. Get rid of him? I mean. I mean yeah, he, when he, they
1: found out, I guess there were enough, you know, complaints. I was so appalled, I didn't even know how to deal with it. I was just grossed out and I just never dealt with him again. I just never dealt with him again, and I didn't even deal with it, you know. And that's what we talk about too in the Me Too movement. People say, "Well, how come you never ever said anything all these years later, right?" Well, sometimes I think you just don't know how to handle it.
2: You know, I'm I'm, I'm looking at uh, uh, vox.com, dot V-O-X. mm-hmm. com, and they have something here that that uh, entitles. Measuring a num uh, hashtag Me Too. Mm-hmm. More than eighty percent of women have been sexually harassed or assaulted. Yeah. That is un. Th- that's that's a crazy number. That
1: is probably on the low side. <laughs> I'll be real
2: about I, it. I, you know, and 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 see, but the thing, I guess the question, I guess the question. Is that we have to ask ourselves are, are men being harassed also but men don't report it uh, or is this just an exclusive uh, female thing because I know that I was at a job and I uh, a supervisor of mine came on to me I mean actually brandishing some things mm. so um, it's 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 kind of I mean, and the thing about it, you know, do, do guys run and say that, or you know, some guys may think of it as a compliment. I have no idea, but uh, I just don't know. I mean, I really don't know where 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 those lines start and end. You know, with me too, but I right. do know. When someone tells you no, it means no, no. Means it doesn't don't. mean a possibility. And that's where it comes back to females being very clear and not, you know, uh, if you don't want to get involved with someone, don't say no with the with the meaning of yes.
1: Right. I want- and
2: you have to be very clear with, with that.
1: Right, I definitely agree, but I wanted just to add one more statistic, which is a similar number but a little more depth to it. It says some 81% of women have experienced sexual harassment since. 1% their more teen- than mine. Yeah, but since sure? their teenage
2: years. Wow.
1: So not just 80%, but 81% since their teenage years. Wow. That is amazing, and that was from a survey done by the nonprofit Stop Street Harassment. And they also said that there are 321,500 victims age 12 or older of rape and sexual assault each year in the U.S.
2: That's unacceptable.
1: That's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. But as a social worker, I know that this happens with both male and females the sexual harassment so when so, you were
2: so when you were doing uh, social work um, i mean was that was that really a a one frequent of the, thing
1: one of the big issues one uh-huh. of the big issues was uh, molestation and rape of both male and female clients from I, guess, I have some horrific so stories is it uh,
2: uh was that from family members or close friends of families or family members, people? close
1: friends, foster parents, foster uh, siblings to, you know, it you you name it. You name it, you name it. And now working in the school system, even though I'm a teacher because I am a social worker and a counselor, I still wear that hat and I have a lot of kids that come talk to me. I still hear about stories of kids young people being molested and raped and even sometimes within the school system there'll be a predator. So this is pervasive
2: you know it's like when, when we were talking about uh, when we were talking about holes in in, in the last segment mm-hmm. I mean the last show that we did um, this is a significant, Event mm-hmm. that can cause not a shallow hole, but a very deep-rooted yes. hole. And uh, I, I just really f- feel like that type of violation is so critical that uh, we need to make sure that we have whatever laws are, are necessary to make sure and take off some of these limitations mm-hmm. that are on these laws that prevent... Um, You know, victims from coming forward after years and years and years. You know, right? And uh, but also encourage women to have a system where uh, women feel safe coming forward. I mean, just like the the event of uh, the uh, teacher or or the instructor. You remember when um, uh, the Supreme Court justice. And how everybody went after the uh, the teacher mm-hmm. uh, who came and and reported. Mm-hmm. I I forgot I forgot her name, but uh, uh, it it was it was crazy how how they went after her, right. calling her a liar. But she was credible, but you she's lying, right. or she didn't really understand what was happening to her, right. or that she came out because of a political situation. And I just think that that you're it, talking
1: about the recent one with Judge Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh, right? Okay. Yeah. Right with
2: Kavanaugh, and what's the, what's the young lady's name? I I forget her name. Uh,
1: I'm her name is not coming up to okay. me right now, but we'll you know, we'll 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 talk about it.
2: Yeah, and and so I I was so offended, and uh, you know, being a guy, it was heartbreaking. You know, it 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 broke my heart to see hypocrisy at work right it it, you know it's just straightforward hypocrisy and uh and i think that when it comes to that and you have so what and there's a question about their past Mm -hmm. no matter what it is you delay it you do more more investigation right and uh, at some point if it's not resolved then you move on to the next next person, right? And because this person has has a significant effect on laws that's going to be governing women and every and of of all different cultures. I
1: know? think her name was uh, Blazy Ford. Yeah. Blaisie Ford. That's right. For right. That's
2: right. Blaisie Ford. Right.
1: And and you know I was I was saddened about that process how they tried to rush through it, you know. But it it, it was very real. But I also we were talking about women. But we had Terry
2: Crews, wow, who boldly right. came out, remember? Right. The I, I meet, was the Me Too e- movement. Right. I was at an event with you, and, yeah. and he came out. And, right. And he well, said, he
1: shared that, you know. Yeah. And, and everybody there was very supportive of him. And, you know, because he, to be a black man, a big black man, people do not see you as the victim of a Me Too incident, right? Right. But he was. And it held up in court. You know, and thank God he's, there's a show that he's in today, but he could have risked being able to work in Hollywood again. You, he, you know? know,
2: first of all, Terry Crews, thank you for your courage Yes. to uh, come out and, and to, to, uh, to share a painful experience of your life, uh, whatever, just like uh, Blasey Ford. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, ta- it takes a lot of courage. But yes. it doesn't take a lot of courage, to, uh, to, to try to hide the truth, Right. Or to try to hide uh, the the opposing side. So, um, you know, just you know, like like a friend of mine always always said, you know, let let the chip fall where they may. You right. Know? And so. Um, I don't think that they did that in that case with Kavanaugh. I don't right. think they let allow the chips to fall where they may. I think that they actually, you know, were helping him build up because it's, it. You can tell it was a scripted, mm-hmm. a scripted event. So, mm-hmm. um, but we're gonna have to do that thing again and go to a break.
1: Wow, is it time for another break?
2: Absolutely, it right. is.
1: We'll be back with The Business of Love.
0: Number one real hit music station, Live 105.5 Mobile Radio. More music, less talk.
1: Welcome back to The Business of Love on Live 105.5 Mobile Radio. And we are in the Me Too discussion and how it's affecting dating.
2: Yeah, this is our third segment.
1: Yeah, it's affecting everyone, even in... Um, same sex uh, encounters it's happening wow. in fact, in the article I was reading on the marketwatch dot com it said that you know it said that it's underreported in gay bars you know that this is something that is pervasive, which is I could see how that could be you know
2: well you know you, you know when you start talking about that you know you look at power mm-hmm. The person who has the most power or influence is is the harasser, and uh, it's just kind of you know I'm just trying to figure out how that how the dynamic works in a in a male to male or female to female type of dynamic.
1: I couldn't even speak to that.
2: You know, we should actually bring on a guest, and uh, you know, and, and talk about that a little bit later on down the line. That's something that's up for um, discussion.
1: Right, it's, it's definitely something that people deal with in dating. Yeah. This is twenty eighteen. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, you know, something that is very interesting here is is that the Me Too movement has moved us forward. You know, in terms of exposing this whole issue. And definitely it's been a step forward for women. But I wonder if things are really going to change.
2: I think you really have to change the hearts of people. And you really have to uh, really identify those people who will not change their hearts. And they need to be prosecuted. And they need to be dealt with.
1: Well, can I tell you where my statement of wondering if things are really going to change comes from? We're looking at racism and how a lot of us have felt like, oh, we've moved so much beyond and far past this, And then we get a president that stirs up this base that they call themselves nationalists but it's really come out that they're racist. And now we're like, wow, we thought we moved past
2: this. You know, Angela, you know, it's, that is unbelievable that that we have to really, you know, take 20 20 steps back to make progress one step forward. And uh, yeah, you know, he did talk about cleaning up the swamp, but actually he's been lifting up the carpet and sweeping um, the uh, racism from under the rug right? into so, the air. So,
1: so even though we've moved steps forward with this Me Too movement as far as sexism, are we going to, you know, 50 but, years down the line be in the same place, you know, where...
2: But you have to understand that the general public knew that this guy was was probably one of the leaders that could have created the Me Too right. movement and Americans elect him. Right. That's okay. what I'm
1: saying. So we had this whole Me Too movement come out, but then like look who's president and even things came out about so really okay great so the me too movement me Too me Too me too we you know we've made some progress so they say but to, have we really made progress if we're not following up with some meaningful discussion real conversations like this one you know but not just on a talk show but having some real conversations to create real change in people's minds are have we really progressed or did a movement just happened.
2: Yeah, I, I think that we are in some, um, you know, unchartered territory right now in life. We I are. think that, that we, you know, this president has taken us back to the past, and but we still have to move forward, and it's this big void in the middle that because of everything that's that but has I happened. I don't
1: think we can really give Trump that much credit. I think we have to really look at the fact that he's just being used to expose what is. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I'm saying? I like so that and it's because we need to have real conversations. We're we're still okay, so the Me Too movement happened, but there's still not real conversation taking place between men and women and between people to ensure that this doesn't happen again. Do you and understand you know, what
2: I'm saying? I mean, it's really when you get down to it, guys and females. Mm-hmm. You have children. Would you want your children to be subjected to to any adverse action of someone else? Right. And and I think that that is like the question that we all need to ask ourselves when we go out there and we may say something or we may do something. And uh, and, and and it's just really about, you know, being God-fearing and uh, understanding our roles as human beings, as family, as being part of this human tree out here uh, and, and, and just doing the right thing, just being decent. Which goes back to that whole thing that
1: if you remember in history with the whole Enlightenment when they were really understanding this whole thing called natural law and these unalienable rights and these basic human rights that people have when we understand us as it's the whole humanness thing and understanding people as human beings and treating people the way you want to be treated, right? Some of those very basic principles that we learned young, you know, if we could remember that, you know, and keep that in mind when we're dealing with people, then we wouldn't have so many of these issues, you know, but it's when we get beyond that, when we start to think we're above others or that we're better or that because we're a man, we have power over women or because we are an adult, we have a power over a child and we feel like we can treat people in any other kind of way. If we can't get beyond that and look at everybody as human beings with, um, with rights, you know, some basic rights and we treat them accordingly, we're not going to um, have really grown. We're just gonna have had a movement Sweep it under the rug again, not really deal with real change and we'll be right back here again, ten years later, twenty years later talking about the same issue.
2: You know, Angela, you know, there's certain coaches that believe in reincarnation and you know, reincarnation how they believe is that, you know, you could be a guy uh, this time and or, or you can be a, a female your next time when you come back. So just remember people if there is a thing called reincarnation, and you up there sexually harassing women, and 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 you're the cause of the Me Too movement, you may come back and be harassed yourself. So, hey, just to lighten it up, you know that's that's how that's how I feel.
1: Lighten it up or make it deeper. Either way, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. leave that it, one but, alone. <laughs> but, but but it is
2: it, it is a uh, it's a it's a crazy thing, and and we need to just understand. You know the power of love, right? And uh, and move in that direction. I and
1: think. and even if you if you do believe in, you know, um, a higher power, God, you know, or the Most High, whatever people call things different. But if you believe in that source and you believe you have to answer to that higher power, God, you know, um, the Most High, then. You might want to check your behavior, you know what I mean? Because Absolutely. you, you know, you <laughs> you still have to to
2: answer to somebody.
1: Yeah, answer to someone and you still have to um, be accountable
2: and what for what you your do actions. and what you do in the dark. It will come to light. Comes to the light. And yeah. you know, we're going to have to end with that because we're we're we're, we're ran out of time, but Right. Uh, we're out of you time. You know, once again, we want to say thank you to the listening audi- audience and and just really, truly appreciate uh, your responses and people getting uh, involved uh, with the talk show. And just by you just taking your time to, to spend your time listening to, to the show. And we really appreciate that. All right. This has been the Business of Love,
1: live 105.5 mobile radio. This is the talk show where truth has two sides. And let's not forget Imagintainment.
2: dot uh, org. who is uh, producing the, the show. Yes, of course. All right. All well, right. All right. Well, take care, everybody, and uh, have a great week. And, and just remember, the business of love.
0: This is DJ Breaking Records, and you're in the mix with LA's number one internet radio station, Live 105.5 Mobile Radio, where we play stars and discover stars at www.1055.mobi.